0: Every Friday night, Sports 1140 KHTK is proud to bring you the Friday Night Football Show, presented by Wingstop. Recaps and previews, interviews from players and coaches from your teams. It's Northern California's Friday Night Football Show, brought to you by California Family Fitness and Stockton Honda. Friday night is football night. Big hits. Play. Touchdown! Touchdown! School spirit. Okay. All of that is on display and more all around Northern California. It is time, time for, for the Friday, Friday Night Football, Football Show. Show. Presented by Wingstop. Here are your hosts, Matt George and Charles D. Hamilton.
1: Yes, indeed, it is time for Friday Night Football. Welcome in to Sacramento's number one Friday Night Football show on Sports 1140 KHDK. Matt George and Charles T. Hamilton in here for you. Week three of Friday night football action. We have a lot of scores to get to, a lot to get to here yeah. tonight. Congratulations to the Oakland A's on getting the win over the Seattle Mariners. Needed we appreciate it. everyone who listened to that game and waited and sat through that post game just to hear some Friday night football <laughs> action. We've gotten so many texts on 441140, people sending in final scores. If you want to share, if you were at a game and want to share what that game was like, you can call us right now on our Firewings hotline. That's five or sorry nine one six three three nine e eleven forty again. This is Friday Night Football brought to you by Wingstop. My name is Matt George and this is the lineman legend himself, uh. Charles C. Hamilton.
2: What up, Chuck? What's happening, man? I appreciate that intro. Of course, my man. Glory wow. days, man.
1: You actually played. I didn't. I was the kid that <laughs> sat in the sidelines and enjoyed the game. I loved the Friday Night Football
2: atmosphere when I was a student, and there's really nothing like it. It's the best. It's the best. I I, I was telling uh. Chris earlier, Chris Watkins, our board op that, you know, I played at a school that we didn't have lights. So half of our games were on Saturday. We got lucky enough to play a bunch of Friday night games also, but man, nothing better than Friday night football.
1: So we got a big jam-packed show for you starting in the 11 o'clock hour, which is coming up here in just a little bit. We are going to have Capital Christian head coach Casey Taylor as the Capital Christian Cougars beat Grant earlier today. We'll tell you all about that in a little bit. And then Joe Davidson, our our high school football guru from the Sacramento Bee, will be joining us around 11.25. He'll fill you in on all the action going around. But why not start this off with a little scoreboard? Let's run through some of the scores from week three of the high school football season. Chris Watkins on the board, and they're firing the music just in time. That music means it's score time and get you going with our game of the week. This was our Stockton Honda game of the week, an early game that saw Granite Bay, the Grizzlies, take on Jesuit. At Jesuit, Granite Bay gets their first win of the season, 27-12, the
2: final hand, the Jesuit Marauders, their second loss. A little bit of a surprise there, or personally at least. Uh, Somerville taking on Ripon Christian at home. Ripon Christian goes to 3 and 0 Beating Somerville thirty to three, our first blowout of the night. And
1: how about Bear River? They're three and zero to start the season. They beat Pershing County forty nine to nothing.
2: Nothing better than a three and zero start. Monterey Trail goes into Spanish Springs. They get the win. 47-16. The
1: Rockland Thunder are struggling at home. They won on the road last week after losing in week one to Antelope at Rockland. They return home against DeMonte Ranch and they can't get the job done. A close one, but DeMonte
2: Ranch improves to 2-0. 42-35 the final there. Enoch's taking on McNair at home. McNair goes in and gets the win, thirty-six to double deuce. Vacaville Christian taking one on the road at Delta. They're two and one on the season now after the forty-eight to twenty-three win. Franklin at home taking on Weston Ranch. Weston Ranch goes in and gets the win. 41-19.
1: A nail-biter between Bear Creek and East Union. Bear Creek gets the W. They're 2-1 on the season after their 36-34 victory.
2: West at home taking on Kimball. Kimball comes in gets the win 33-12.
1: The excellence of execution, uh. Bret Hart. They get their first win of the season at home, beating Delta Charter 41-0. Shout out
2: Brett Hart. <laughs> Sierra taking on Pacheco at home. Pacheco comes in, stays undefeated, beats them 36-14
1: a massive game happening Ooh. in Mer- or in at Downey Downey taking on Merced both teams 2 and 0 one had to lose their first game of the season unfortunately it was Downey at home 47 44 the final Merced is
2: 3 and 0 Kennedy taking on Sheldon at home Kennedy still looking for that first win Sheldon Gets the dub, 48-6.
1: Escalon, they're undefeated as well. 3-0 on the season after handing Sonora their third loss, 34-6 the final there.
2: Woodland Christian gets their first win of the season, taking on Esparto at home. Woodland Christian with the W, 39-14. Brookside
1: Christian, they're 2-1 on the season now, 21-14 after beating Ignacio Valley. Folsom taking
2: on Antelope. At home, Folsom gets the W 41, a zip. Instead of in front of 5,000 fans or Ooh, something like that? Yeah, we're that's hearing, what I saw. Five G's, man. Well, the
1: Bulldogs are all right. After losing in week one to De La Salle, mm-hmm. they've gotten two straight big time wins. They're back at it. Oakdale, 33 6, the final. They beat El Capitan.
2: Cordova at home looking for their first win against Rio Linda. Not able to get it. Rio Linda gets the win, 48-15. The
1: Del Oro Golden Eagles, they just keep on rolling. Another shutout for them. They're 3-0 on the season. They beat Windsor 51-0.
2: Atwater and Davis going head-to-head. Atwater gets the w 60 to 36.
1: We outran the music. Man. That's how many scores we had to get to there. We're going to take the break and come back. When we do, we have Capital Christian head coach Casey Taylor joining us. Also, we have to tell you what schools are up for Stockton Honda Game of the Week next week, and we have to announce our California Fit Woo. Player of the Week. So much to get to here. One hour until midnight. We'll get it all in for you. The San Joaquin section. So much going on. This is Friday Night Football on Sports 1140 KHDK.
0: Welcome to Y'all played a great football game tonight. A real good football game. Now back to more of the Friday Night Football football show presented by Wingstop. Ready, Here's Matt George and Charles T. Hamilton.
1: And a massive thank you to Wingstop for sponsoring Friday Night Football. We have to get to the uh, the Stockton Honda Game of the Week vote already for next week. We'll also talk a little bit in more detail about the Stockton Honda Game of the Week this week, which saw the Granite Bay Grizzlies t- our head to Jesuit and hand the Marauders their second Ooh. loss. Granite Bay gets a much-needed win. They're 1-2 now on the season. We'll jump into that game in more detail. Also, we have to announce the California Family Fitness Player of the Week. And it's a good one this week. I know Chuck is excited uh, to share this guy with you. So we'll get to that in just a little bit. But believe it or not, we got even more scores to get to. And they're different from the ones we just ran through. So you know what, Chris? Fire up that billboard. We'll actually get through the entire thing this time. Let's go through more scores. There it is. I like to hear. Getting things going. Golden Valley taking on. Centennial Centennial heads to Golden Valley. They're now 3-0 on the season. They win
2: 38-15. Grant taking on Capital Christian. We'll have the head coach on in just a minute. Capital Christian goes in and gets the nice win, 42-14. Who saw that one coming? Vacaville, 40-14 win over Burbank. Vacaville gets their first win of the year. LeGrand taking on the Big Valley Christian. Big Valley gets the win, 28 zilch.
1: The Roseville Tigers were our game of the week last week. We gave them good luck, but not this week. They lost their first of the season, falling to Rio America americano 29
2: 18 calaveras at home taking on modesto christian modesto christian gets the w 24 nothing dublin blowout
1: alert they beat laguna creek 59 nothing dublin's now 3-0 on the year
2: maxwell taking on wsca at home maxwell gets the win 44 nothing a big matchup between central
1: catholic, catholic and saint mary's excuse me 33 20 central catholic gets the w
2: patterson taking on los bonos patterson gets the big win 55 to 7.
1: McQueen's 2-0 on the season after beating Del Campo 27-13.
2: Turlock taking on Tracy at home. Turlock gets it done with the 28-17 W.
1: Nevada Union gets their first win of the season in a big way. They put up 59 on Nevada Union, winning
2: 59-34. Vista Del Lago taking on Casa Roble. Casa Roble able to get it done, 35-28.
1: Overtime matchup there, 45-28. Pittman gets their third win of the season over Pleasant Grove.
2: Sacramento taking on Endercom. Endercom with the W, 42-6. Endercom 3-0.
1: Stuff or tough start to the season for Toke. They're now 0-3 after losing to stag who's now two and one 48 to 24 the final there that's your run through of some of the scores the full scoreboard is available for you right now on khtk.com if you see your school is missing a final score why don't you help us out with that we're still waiting for many of them to come in you can text it to us 44 1140 or you can call us 916-339-1140 we mentioned the capital christian game they beat grant 42-14. 42 to 14. The Capital Christian Cougars are 3 and 0 and we have the head coach of the Cougars, Casey Taylor joining us here on Friday night football. Coach Taylor, so good to talk to you again. How are you, my friend?
3: Hey, good man. I appreciate you having me on
1: it's uh this is kind of special for me chuck because i got to last season host the uh the capital christian cougars football podcast so i got to speak with coach taylor every single week it was nice. when he was first hired on so i've been able to watch this this program transform a little bit i remember coach taylor at the start of last season you guys took on grant fell short in that one this year you go right back there and end up getting the w a and 3-0 star you have to be proud of your guys
3: Oh, no doubt about it. You know, yeah, we, we scheduled tough early on and kind of see where we are at. Our guys have been really, we're, we're, we're working really hard throughout the spring and it's kind of our first full year there. And uh, got off to a great start with the Consumas Oaks and Patterson. And uh, tonight we you know, going to Del Paso Heights and playing a, a highly storied program, you know, with the legendary coach, Mr. Albogini. And uh, you know, a lot of respect for what they're about and for our guys to go to Del Paso Heights and play like we did tonight, uh, very proud. And uh, very excited of um, – where we're at as a program and uh, where we're going. And that was a, you know, a big signature win for our program, um, you know, trying to move our way up, you know, in then Division Three this year, kind of seeing where we're at and uh, trying to test ourselves with some big Division One programs. It was great to kind of validate tonight that, you know, we're for real and, uh, we you know, we're um, working hard and uh, we want to be uh, one of the players in the city.
2: Coach, it was funny. I was actually filling in on the midday show today and we had a texter write in that, demarcus ross is the best running back in the game right now and uh you know okay right on texter and then i see he had himself a huge game tonight 80 yard touchdown run another touchdown catch what does demarcus ross bring to this team outside of just what he does on the field
3: oh he's phenomenal he's one of our team captains he's a four-year starter and a great kid but just like you said tremendous football player not only a good running back but receiver he plays defense for us but uh just, a, just a, a big play, you know, I, I agree, you know, I think he's the best player in the city, and uh, we're happy to have him, you know, and, uh, well, you know, our guys have been working hard, you know, we, we don't have a lot of numbers, you know, we're in the mid-20s, and, uh, you know, our guys, a lot of our guys know both ways and work hard and do that, so, uh, you know, DeMarcus is one of those guys, but, uh, you know, like I said, we're all excited, we're a big team effort, but we do have, you know, we feel the best guy in the city, DeMarcus Ross.
1: Head coach Casey Taylor of the Capital Christian Cougars, the 3-0 and o Capital Christian Tug- uh, Cougars joining here on Friday Night Football. Coach, if I remember correctly, we talked a lot last year because uh, your squad went through quite a fair bit of injuries in last season. So uh, uh, can you speak a little bit about just the resilience of this team and the growth we've seen really from the last season uh, to this season and ultimately how you have grown as a head coach in the last uh, year or so? Yeah, well,
3: you know, it's a process. Anytime you uh, take over a program, you know, there's uh... – Things are already in place that you know a lot of them good, a lot of things need to change. And uh, you know we uh, had, had to really work going in and learn how to work hard and compete every day. And our guys are getting better every week. And uh, you know, and we like I said, it was the first time we've been able to go all 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 spring, all summer. We had a lot of lifting, a lot of conditioning, but just really bonding. Our team's chemistry is way better than it was last year. Kids are believing and uh, you know buying into what we're trying to do. And uh, like I said, we're just trying to you know take this program to another level and. Uh, you know, And they've got to do it through hard work, and the kids are buying in. And I'm just real proud of what they've accomplished on and off the field. Uh, it's really growing. We've got a bunch of great seniors who are great leaders uh, on and off the field. And um, you know, like I said, we're excited where we're at, and we're excited where we're going. We have a real big game next week against Antelope at home. And then we start our league, and we're in a real tough Division Three league with the towel. And uh, like I said, we're excited where we're at, what we accomplished tonight. We're going to celebrate tonight. But uh, back to work on Monday against a very good Antelope team.
2: At three and zero, coach, is there anything you do specifically to make sure your team doesn't get too high with the wins or too low with the losses?
3: Oh, definitely, we'll keep them in check. You know, <laughs> we, uh, like I said, you know, they, um, like I said, we got a lot of improvement to do too. You know, we still haven't probably had a we had a good week of practice this week, but we can be a lot better. You know, and um, but you know, we have a great coaching staff. Our defensive coordinator Mike Kravitz, does a phenomenal job. Had a kind of you know some points of week one. The last two weeks have been outstanding on defense. Our Special teams has been solid and. uh turn the ball over a little bit tonight, but we've been able to score points, you know, um, having Demarcus obviously, uh, you know, game breaker, but then I mean, a lot of guys bring guys into the box. And we're able to take some shots in the past game and make some things happen. So it's been a real big team effort and, uh, had a couple guys banged up. They'll be coming back. And, uh, we're excited, uh, where we're at, but we're real excited where we're going as a program and where we'll be, you know, and, uh, a JB program got a big win tonight also. And, uh, you know, our staff's coming together. Things are lining up, and uh, we've got a lot of support over at Capitol. It's a great place to be, and, you know, we're, uh, like I said, trying to build something special.
1: I'm curious, Coach, obviously you've had success here early on, starting out 3-0, and but how have you personally in your program dealt with the earlier start this year? I mean, school gets going, and you're immediately uh, into these matchups, not just tune-up games, but you're throwing your team right into the deep end. You did so last year as well. You want to prepare yeah. yourselves uh, for a league. How have you handled that earlier start?
3: Well, you know, everybody's playing by the same set of rules. It was a little different, uh, not having school in play, you know, for the first couple of weeks. But you deal with it, and, you know, you work through the heat, and uh, like I guess everybody's doing it. You know, I think for us, uh, you know, it was it was kind of nice having um, a little start before school and kind of really getting focused. So when school started, we were, uh, you know, pretty pretty going, going pretty well, you know. And playing the good teams, we did. I think it uh, really forced us to, uh, you know, work harder in the summer and work in the spring and. We knew we had our hands full, you know, playing for Super Soaks and then Patterson and Grant, and uh, you know, so we had a, uh, you know, we had to come out ready to go. So we, um, you know, like I said, we're happy where we're at. We got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of, you know, far away to go, but uh, you know, real excited. The only thing that's uh, a negative is we, uh, like I said, lost Matt for our podcast. So uh, besides <laughs> that, everything's been looking up.
1: Well, uh, you you guys will be just fine with that that podcast. I I appreciated being a part of it. It was fun, and it's it's always been fun for me to be able to uh, follow this program. I know you guys uh, went deep last year and are looking to uh, continue to build off of that. You were actually in uh, on the Sac B's top rankings, so the the um, program is obviously getting some uh, attention. Uh, how does that feel, knowing that not just you're not just excelling in your program's not just excelling on the field, uh, but more and more people in the area are starting to take notice.
3: Well, I'm glad, you know, we, we like being ranked and we like people taking notice of where we're at. But it's really not the rankings right now. It's where you finish, you know, so that's really important to us. But, uh, you know, it's exciting. It's exciting times with Capital Christian right now. You know, like I said, uh, having the success we did, we had a great crowd tonight, and uh, we appreciate all the support. And uh, Like I said, we're building, you know, we're building, and we want to we be one of the top programs in the city. You know, that's our goal. And uh, we hope we can do it in the first few years, and I think we're a little bit ahead of schedule.
2: Coach, I do this for every coach that calls in. I gotta give you an opportunity. How'd the O line do tonight and what do they bring to you in this team?
3: Oh O line's outstanding. We we love <laughs> our line guys. Uh, you know, they're great. We got a good group of seniors, um, Will Buck and Shane Simmet, Clay Thomas and John Boyd are senior guys that are uh, just phenomenal leaders and they again they're the ones doing the dirty work and DeMarcus wouldn't be having the year he's having if he didn't have the holes and didn't have the blocking up front. But like I said, I I think we're a true team team effort. You know, we got like I said, 25 guys, you know, so we have 25 guys suited up every week. Uh, everybody's got to contribute. We have guys on, uh, like I said, special teams and all over the place tonight. So, uh, like I said, just a very good team effort. Real proud of my staff, real proud of the players, real real, real proud of just uh, Capital and the people coming out today and uh, just experiencing a great game and, you know, really, uh, you know, program-defining win for us tonight.
1: Capital Christian Cougars head coach Casey Taylor joining us the 3-0 Cougars enjoying another win here tonight a big win over Grant Uh, going back to when we were doing the podcast together last year and then just what you uh, said about your leadership of your O-line Coach Taylor it seems like you uh, put a lot of emphasis into on-field leaders it's important for you and your staff to obviously have a clear voice and be respected but it's the on-field leaders that you try and build up and you you pay attention to and you get your guys to, to surround can you talk about how important leadership is from the guys in the huddle actually on the field and in the locker room versus just you and your staff.
3: Oh, no doubt. You know, I mean, we have, we have the, the voice at the top, but it really echoes into the locker room and if you know, your, your team really is only goes as far as your leadership on your team. And, uh, like I said, well, I think we struggled with that last year. And I think this year we got a lot of tremendous leaders, you know, on and off the field and, uh, who are, you know, policing that locker room and doing, doing those types of things. And we spent a lot of time on character development and, you know, daily devotionals and, uh, Things like that to where, you know, we really we try to talk from the heart, you know. And we love our kids, and they know we love them. And uh, it's just a family, you know. And we have our good days and our bad days. But I think the more uh, your kids know you love them and uh, you'll do anything for them and you have their backs, and uh, it kind of works its way down. And like I said, our senior leadership has uh, been really good in the locker room this year so far
1: last thing for you coach big matchup next week taking on antelope you're returning home hopefully a, a good crowd out there uh for those who are listening that may be on the fence about whether or not to go check out that matchup uh what can they expect by coming to this game and what are you looking uh forward to most about that matchup
3: well you know we're gonna enjoy it tonight we'll be back out tomorrow morning i uh, a great team matt ray does a great job with this program uh, when i was at del we played them a few years they've had a great run you know in division two and they're going to come hungry at our place and uh we know it's gonna be another tremendous challenge, you know. We can't. Uh, we gotta get better every week. Uh, we start league afterwards with the Christian Brothers, so we're, uh, you know, we know we're in for a tough one. We're gonna be ready to go. I know they beat Rockland, and uh, they're a good football team. So we're gonna have our hands full, and we'll be ready to go. Um, we're looking forward to be in front of the, you know, the home crowd, and uh, you know, have another, have another, have another, you know, great game, and get better as a program.
1: Coach, congratulations on the three and zero start. Enjoy it tonight, and uh, we look forward to seeing how you guys uh, and your gang do against Antelope. Hopefully, we'll have you back on here on Friday Night Football in the uh, in the near future. We'll be keeping a close eye on that Cougars program.
3: Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks again for everything, Matt. You're great.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate that, my friend. That is head coach Casey Taylor of the Capital Christian Cougars. He's got to be feeling good with that program off to a 3-0 start. You know, they probably figured 2-0 was was good, but then you you looked at that Grant matchup Mm -hmm. and you saw that niche and thought, man, that might be a tough one to get over. But this team is entering league knowing that they were able to go into a a place like Grant. The Pacers have been struggling a little bit this year, but still a very, very important and established program. You were able to go into their house and, and really stick it to them, not just Defensively, but offensively, which is very impressive against a normally very solid and strong uh, pacer defense. That early season momentum as a team heading into league play just has to feel good, Show.
2: Absolutely, and I love what he said. I mean, he really spoke to my not to romanticize high school football a little bit, but you know, it was, it was an awesome time in my life, and and I played on a team that had you know twenty twenty five people on it, and it's it's a brotherhood, and, and you know, and and just the way he spoke about it, I mean, that's what high school football is all about to me, and just the love that between coaches and kids and and just knowing that they're there for you and, and because that's how you get kids to do not what you were asking them, but, you know, you want kids to come in at 6 a.m. and work out. Of course. So you have to do the same thing. You have to put in that same work and prove that you're there for them. And so I just love what he said. And, and it, it shows in the record books now, too. I mean, they, they're looking good.
1: Capital Christian and Antelope, a a massive matchup next week. One of our many great matchups that we're going to have in week four. And we already have five games available for you right now. You can go to Sports 1140 KHDK and vote for next week's Stockton Honda game of the week. Those five games for you. Center at El Camino, Shasta at Elk Grove, Ponderosa at Casa Roble, Delta at San Juan, and Cordova at Rosemont. Those five games available for you to vote right now. Go to KHDK.com. You'll find find the, uh, the Friday Night Football page presented by Wingstop. You'll see a link on there that says Stockton Honda Game of the Week. Click that. You can vote right now. Tell your friends because if you get that game, that means the Sports 1140 KHDK street team is going to come invade your campus, come to your school on game night. You'll check out that booth. They'll give away free stuff. You'll get KHDK there. And then, of course, you get extended coverage right here on Sports 1140 KHDK's Friday Night Football That's with right. myself and Charles T. Hamilton. Chuck, I know you've been looking forward to this. Yes. I've been looking forward to it too. It's our California
2: Family Fitness Player of the Week. Who gets the honor this week? You got that right. It is going to Davis High Running Back and All-Time Name Hall of Fame here. Payne Barksdale, eight carries, 214 yards. Wow. Five touchdowns. Insane. So five of those eight carries went for touchdowns. That's one hell of a game right there. Payne Barksdale is your California Fit Player of the Week. Davis High Running Back. Payne Barksdale. I'm going to say it about 100 more times because that name is awesome.
1: The Blue Devils have a good one there as Payne Barksdale Jr. gets those eight carries, 214 Ooh. yards, and five touchdowns. So he is our California Family Fitness Player of the Week. Congratulations to you, Mr. Barksdale. We'll be looking forward to see uh, what you do in the future. If you want to right now, you can go on to KHDK.com. You can find the California Family Fitness Player of the Week link. Go to that page where you can see our past players of the week. Hear the little blurbs of what we said about them here uh, on the uh, Friday, Friday Night Football Show. And then there's a little section down there. If you were at a game and you saw a performance or a player that just absolutely blew your mind had one of those top-notch games because sometimes players have these incredible games that doesn't necessarily always show up in the box score especially happens with guys like what you're talking about charles offensive line guys or even defensive line guys, guys that aren't going to blow up the stat column, but were so important and and crucial to a game that we may not always necessarily see unless we were watching the game itself. That's where we need your help. If you want to shine some light on those unsung heroes, do it right there. You can send in uh, your picks and uh, we read them all. We go through them all. It's a great way uh, to get in touch with us and to shed some light on some of those fantastic players. It is time for us to take a break. When we come back, we have more score to share with you and then the high school football guru himself joe Got davidson it. of the sacramento bee will be joining us next right here on friday night football
0: welcome to friday night football. y'all played a great football game tonight a real good football game yeah more the of the Friday Night Football, Night Football Show presented by Wingstop. Ready, right. Here's Matt George and Charles T. Hamilton. What,
1: what? Friday Night Football here having a good time on the Sports 1140 oh. KHDK Airwaves. Hope you're enjoying or getting ready, gearing up for a fun Labor Day weekend. Hope you remain safe, but have a great time. Good luck everybody driving around. I'm sure the streets and Roads are going to be very busy. I have to deal with the traffic. I'm going to Oakland tomorrow night to to see the Oakland A's beat the Seattle Mariners. But uh, I'm looking forward to enjoying my Labor Day weekend, as so many are. It's always easier to start your Labor Day weekend. I'm sure the athletes are looking forward to having no school on Monday. Uh, But they'll be back at it ready to go for week four of some great high school football action there is a lot of great things happening a lot of good games on tap that we still haven't got to so let's not waste any more time before we get to joe davidson why don't we take a look at some more scores from our friday night football scoreboard ponderosa
2: 2-0 on the season they beat el dorado in el dorado 55-19. Denair taking on Millennium. Denair gets the win at home. 58-56. 18 excuse me.
1: Welcome for a really cringy one. Houston does not have a problem. Oh, no. They are 2-1 on the season. They oh, beat God. Argonaut 21-3. to three. Enjoy Get it? That. Enjoy Houston, that, guys. They don't have a yeah, problem? yeah.
2: Amador taking on Liberty Ranch. Amador stays undefeated. They get the win 28-6.
1: Tough night for our uh, our board op yeah. producer, Chris Watkins. His boys, Christian Brothers, they fall to Vanden 26-10. They're now 2-1 on the year.
2: They were robbed, right, Chris? Totally. Rapond <laughs> stays undefeated, taking on Central Valley at home. Rapon gets the W, 42-7. Yuba City is 2-1 on the year after beating Fairfield 48-16. Justin Siena, you know, just to editorialize here, they used to do this to me a lot. Uh, they get the win against Armio, forty to fourteen. Davis, the Blue Devils, take it to or take it against Woodland. Woodland's now zero three.
1: Davis wins on their home field, forty-two to
2: six. Galt gets her first win of the season, taking on Linden at home. Galt with the W, 43-19. Central marches into my cousin's
1: neighborhood, taking on the Whitney Wildcats at Whitney Central, now 3-0. They beat him with ease,
2: 49-10. Shout out Matt's cousin. Hey. Warren taking on Highlands at home. Highlands comes in, gets the W, 36-20.
1: River Valley shuts out Franklin, 35-0. River Valley's now
2: 3-0. Reed taking on Oak Ridge at home. Oak Ridge comes in, gets the easy win, stays undefeated, 42-13. I won! Wood Creek Timberwolves are 3 and
1: 0 baby. My alma mater sticks Oof. it to El Camino. 3 and 0 my Wood Creek Timberwolves 42-13. No, 42 to
2: 7. Woo. I can't even get a score right. I'm so Whoops. excited. <laughs> Waterford taking on Turlock Christian. Waterford Gets the win, twenty-eight to six. We
1: don't have a final score for this one, but wanted to mention interesting situation happening. Union Mine versus Douglas was postponed due to some uh, some rioting and some uh, protests Ooh. out there. So uh, we'll let you know if we find out any details about what happened there and if that game is going to be rescheduled. Uh, but Union Mine Douglas postponed. My goodness,
2: Lodi Lodi taking on Chavez. L- Chavez gets the win. 3628
1: finally Livingston gets their first win of the season they're now 1 and 2 after they beat Delhi Thirty or 42-7. to seven. That is a look at your scoreboard. Obviously not all the scores. We have to break them into increments to save our breath. You can check out the full scoreboard right now on KHTK.com. Always excited, and I always look forward to talking to this guy each and every single week. We the call man. him the uh, high school football guru for a reason. Joe Davidson of the Sacramento Bee joins us. He was at that Capital Christian Grant game. Joe, I uh, hope you had yourselves a great night and a great week, and I hope you're getting ready for a great Labor Day week Again, welcome into Friday Night Football.
3: Guys, good to join
4: you. Uh, you know, I, I work like coaches hours, so there'll <laughs> be no time off. We, we still got stuff to do and stories to produce, but that's okay. It's a it's a good time of year. And We, we posted earlier on SACB.com what happened with that Union Mine um, Douglas High School of Nevada game. There's no postponement. It's canceled. That, that game <laughs> will not be replayed. Uh, apparently, the... You know, the, the two schools agreed with the law enforcement up in El Dorado County to not play the game because of a lot of uh, speculation that there might be student protests or some kind of activity on campus. Um, the game was supposed to be at El Dorado or at, uh, in the town of El Dorado at Union Mine High School. And not sure exactly what the particulars are, but something probably tied to somebody, a kid wearing, a student wearing. Trump stuff mm-hmm. uh, earlier in the week. And, and so what's happening is this social unrest and this political controversy is even boiling down to the high schools. You certainly want the high school students talking about it mm-hmm. in class in a positive forum, But you don't want, uh, you know, any kind of rumblings of protest and violence or somebody bringing a gun or even if it's just a rumor, because kids will talk and then law enforcement gets involved so we're not going to have chaos here so it's an unfortunate lousy way to have a game canceled um it's too hard too difficult to try to squeeze another game in because there's not enough weeks you have 11 weeks to play 10 games yeah and then there's a buy in there and so uh that's that's a bummer you know otherwise we always celebrate high school football on fridays it's great weather it's a great social event it's a good place for students to hang out and alumni and just general fans and then when you have a game up in union mind get completely canceled for all the wrong reasons that's uh that's that's pretty disappointing
1: well i applaud both schools for choosing to to make and take the 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 safe option you have to feel though for the student athletes who have been preparing Mm -hmm. all week working hard looking forward to this matchup uh still early on in the season so every game is super important especially those seniors who may be playing or will, will be playing in their last season but uh uh, hopefully both sides will uh, bounce back. And uh, thank you for the update on that story, Joe. We, uh, we certainly appreciate it. But you are out at the Capital Christian and Grant game, if I'm not mistaken. And Capital Christian took on Grant uh, last season. Couldn't get the job done this year. There's a reason why they were on your SAC B rankings. Uh, they're 3-0 and now after they get the win there. What did you see from the Cougars?
4: I was very impressed. Uh, 42-14 victory for Capital Christian. I heard your interview with Casey Taylor. I've known him for a long time. Just an incredible run of success at Del Oro championship success, sac Team Section championship, uh, state bowls, state championships. And he wanted a new challenge. And he goes over to Capital Christian, a rising school, private school, smaller enrollment, 400 students. And he got his challenge. And one way he always likes to challenge his team is schedule tough. And it's unheard of to think of a small school taken on a powerhouse like Grant, but it's extenuating circumstances because Casey Taylor's, there's nothing small town or small school about Casey Taylor and his programs arrived. They they're, they're big time athletes, recruit athletes, nationally recruited athletes, good kids on the field, off the field. Um, you know, and they just play hard and they weren't intimidated by Grant. And Demarcus Ross is a big time player. I'm going to debate with Casey Taylor. I, he's, he's not quite the best player in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe, Joe Nagata is the most heavily recruited guy we've had here in a couple of years since uh, Jonah Williams, also a uh, Folsom, he's now at Alabama at left tackle. But, um, but the Marcus Ross is, is, you know, if he's not the best running back, then he's right there up there with uh, Daniel Nagata, the brother of Joe Nagata. And Daniel Nagata is a junior who's got everybody from Notre Dame to Michigan to Alabama all after him. But what Ross does, he just runs with power. And he takes guys on, and he's got speed. He can block. He can catch. He had a sack tonight. Uh, A a terrific all-around player. And then Cooper Cripp Cooper Cripp is the transfer from Oak Ridge. He he had some moments where he looked pretty good as a backup quarterback. And I said, this kid's pretty talented. And he Winds up at Capital Christian because Matt Jenner takes over at quarterback for Oakridge, and he's a big time player. Yes. So, this is our this is what happens now. If you have a chance to transfer, kids will look into it. Families will look into it. You make the move, and you're you're good to go. Um, you know he sacrifices all of his friends on campus at Oak Ridge, but that's what technology is for FaceTime and visits and all that. But so no, to answer your question, guys, uh, Capital Christian is the real deal, big time. Never been ranked this high ever ever in the history of the program. Uh, sometimes we'd have them at number 19 and 20 at the end of the season, but, but that's when, that was in previous seasons when Capital had success, uh, had good coaching, but wasn't taking on programs like this. It played small, small programs, but now it's, it's taking on the big boys, including Antelope next week, which is a great game. So kudos to uh, what's going on there. And um, it just shows, guys, that we have powerhouse programs in the large schools, Folsom, Oak Ridge, Grand Bay Jesuit. Uh, to medium-sized schools, Antelope, uh, Del Oro, um, Placer, and down to the small schools like Capital Christian.
2: No question, Joe. You were talking about Demarcus Ross, and from your rankings, I mean, you have him listed at, what, like 5'11", 220. You guy just like a grown man. You mentioned he had a sack tonight. Do they move him around on defense a lot, or does he have one position? Is he, you know, strictly a safety linebacker, or does he get moved around uh, all over the place?
4: I think the easy answer is he's all over the place, yeah. and – Uh, Kravitz Kravitz is the the defensive coordinator was a terrific defensive player at Jesuit years ago so he's always had that toughness about him Mm -hmm. and uh, just a kind of a side story about him uh, when he played at Jesuit I'm laughing at this memory you know some 15 years ago Mm -hmm. his father would put a helmet on and and no I'm sorry his father without a helmet would headbutt his son with the helmet before games and so only one of those guys is gonna have blood trickling down because you know when my old man is doing that they, i gotta go compete so that's uh i don't know if his old man still does that probably has concussions worse than all of us after yeah. that, but that's that's worth checking out there might be a guy with a big old permanent scar <laughs> on his forehead so um no so they let guys like DeMarcus ross just um you know there's a disciplined structured uh, schematics, but mm-hmm. but also let them go after people. And sometimes you know when you when you blitz, um it's it's uh, or you drop back in coverage, it's you know rely on your instincts and athletic ability. But he's a big time player. He's definitely one of the best players around. And you know Coach Taylor said they they have a roster in the in the twenties, so they got a guy. A lot of guys go both ways. See Folsom only has a couple guys go both ways because they got sixty five guys. Yeah. So when you have a big roster, you can afford to do that, and that's one thing Grant doesn't have now. Down to 35 players, it's mm-hmm. the smallest roster that Coach Mike Alvogini's had in his 28 years as coach, um, kind of the sign of the times. You know, some of the kids aren't coming back for their senior year to play football for Grant. It's, it's hard work, um, and, and maybe they're front runners a little bit where they're thinking, hey, I, I don't want to come out and play football when the team is successful. Last season was Grant's first non-winning record or first losing record since 1990 um and and you know so it's grant usually does just fine I think grant still got plenty of time this season to, to turn it on again but uh, great win for capital Christian and uh, you know we'll see we'll see how far this program will go capital Christian if it wins against antelope is looking at a 10 and0 season wow and then and then you go into section playoffs and then you're probably going to be favored there could could have a monster season but the critical thing is you know with a small roster you cannot have injuries yeah one that'll, of the, that'll cripple team
1: One area is Joe that we have to give Coach Taylor a lot of credit. He deserves credit for a lot of things. But even going back to last year and his first year with the Capital Christian Cougars, is he's always done uh, done a phenomenal job of scheduling tough competition right out of the gate. And really, the same can be said for almost all of the major programs here uh, in the Sacramento area, which I applaud 100. percent. I think it's an absolutely wonderful thing. I give full props to Folsom, even though they lost in Week One to De La Salle. They've come back since, back to back major weeks. They won this week's out antelope 41 to nothing. You weren't at that game, but this is the Folsom team that we expected and didn't necessarily see about De La Salle. Uh, are the Bulldogs back and are they still the team to beat by a by a long shot?
4: Oh yeah. Uh, Folsom's back, good time. And um to, on your point about ambitious scheduling, Casey Taylor did that when he was the head coach at Del Oro and helped elevate that program. Coaches started to realize in the last ten years, schedule up. If you anticipate Winning a section championship, not everybody says, oh, we're going to win it. But, you know, some of, only the few programs can say it without people laughing at you. And, and one of those programs is, is Folsom or Del Oro or even Capital Christian now. So why not schedule up? Why not sk- find out what you have? Um, we've had too many teams around here who would take on easy competition. They'd be 10-0. They get in the playoffs, second game, and they, get, they just get smoked. And, you know what, you're not learning. You're not getting better. Down in the southern part of the cycling section, Oakdale has done that, is up to schedule and then won a state championship. Uh, but back to Folsom, yeah, it was forty-one nothing at halftime against Antelope, which is our number, it's in our top fifteen, um, and that was the final score. And Caden Bennett was like eighteen of nineteen for four hundred and fifty yards and five <laughs> touchdowns in the first half. So he struggled in the opener, as did Folsom in that fourteen nothing loss to De La Salle. And then since then, 51-14 over Jesuit, and then tonight's 41-0 win, and then now they go to Shamout a, a, a state powerhouse, in, in the Southern California region. Uh, we'll see what uh, what Folsom's got there too, but I think I think they found their their game again.
1: You brought up Casey Taylor, the former head coach of the uh, Del Oro Golden Eagles, and we got to give a lot of pro- props to the current head coach of the Del Oro Eagles, Jeff Walters. He has that program off to a fantastic start. Another big game for them offensively. They put up 51 points. They're now 3-0 and on the season against uh, Windsor. Are you looking at them as the biggest threat in the SFL uh, to the Folsom Bulldogs or is maybe Oak Ridge in that category?
4: I, I'm both of them. And Jeff Walters has done a terrific job. He says it's uh, living the dream is, is his favorite saying. He's a Del Oro High School alum. He got his coaching start at Del Oro. He went down to Liberty High School down in the, um, um, in the East Bay and got that program going. And then he comes back, replaces Casey Taylor, which is no easy Big pass. Shoes. And, um, and led him into the playoffs last year, season and got him right to the section championship. Uh, and it was a tough, a hard-fought loss to Granite Bay, so not bad. And then returns like 16 starters, so the pressure is on again. You know what are you going to do? And we'll take on Sac High, which is winless. Uh, Sac High has been a ranked team, so Del Oro is looking to be 4-0 right out of the gates. Um, and then you've got Oakridge, is our number two team. Our, our number one team in the Sacramento pole poll is Folsom, no surprise. Number two is Oakridge, also of the Sierra Foothill League. Number three is Oro, um, And so all three of those teams are uh, you know anticipate um, winning section championships and um, then you have Rockland and Granite Bay and then Whitney as well. So it's a terrific league with Grant also in there. So um, no, we'll see. And, and, and you know what? And Folsom is the heavy dog. The Bulldogs are heavy dogs, if you will, in that league until somebody knocks them off. And it's been years since somebody knocked off Folsom in that league.
2: Joe, it's still early in the season, but a team like Jesuit, 0-2, Intercom, I believe, is still undefeated. Are, are Is this just looked at as still just early in the season and things will shake out, or are there some worries on Jesuit side and then maybe some good feelings on intercom side?
4: Well, Intercom has had a lot of great seasons, so this mm-hmm. is no surprise for Intercom. Intercom graduated the house, but Terry Stark is a terrific coach over there, run the wing key, uh, has been – um, producing a lot of four-year players on scholarship, a lot of good kids, good, uh, good grades, good scholars, and they just played terrific football. Um, the one thing missing on their otherwise sparkling resume over the last 12, 15 years is a section championship. It's just, it's hard to, you know, Intercom had a great team that lost to Del Oro, Casey Taylor's last year at uh, Del Auro in a in a section final, um, and may have two kids go to the NFL off of that team. One of them was Josh Fowler, who's a Back starter for USC. Um, so, uh, some big time talent over there. Jesuit started off 0 2 last season, lost to Folsom and Granite Bay, just like this season, mm-hmm. and then won 10 straight games, went right through the Delta League, which has got some good teams, won them all, and then lost to Folsom in the playoffs. And the same thing can happen. Uh, last season, it got going again for Jesuit when it took on um, longtime rival Christian Brothers in the Holy Bowl. And that game is Saturday. And Christian Brothers has had success against Jesuit in recent seasons in that series, but not, you know, there's also got thumped a couple of times. So we'll see what Jesuits made up. We'll see if what uh, Christian brothers made up, but that's, that's a game on Saturday night at Hughes stadium, seven o'clock, and it'll be 15,000, 18,000 people packed in as they have for nearly 50 years. So that's, uh, you know, and it's, this is the fun thing about sports at all levels mm-hmm. is you know, how do teams respond? How's Jesuit going to respond? How did Granite Bay respond? Granite Bay was 0-2 and responded with a nice win today at Jesuit. So how's Folsom going to respond? You know, lose this 14 nothing in the opener and has looked dynamite ever since. How's Grant going to respond now after losing big to Capital Christian? How does Capital Christian respond after winning a big game? That's the that's where great coaching team leaders, uh, that's where they all, you know, just really come in. That's what makes it so compelling for, for um, anywhere in, in high school football for sure.
2: Did you say Endercombe runs the wing tee? Correct. That and, is and awesome. That's what, well,
4: and there's a few teams that still do it. Terry Stark did it. He was a quarterback in the late 70s at Mariloma and ran the wing tee. Coaches were Don Brown and Jerry Cundert. They, they're the ones who brought the wing T to Sacramento. And the wing T is a lot of deception and fake. Mm-hmm. And you're not sure who has the ball. The quarterback could keep it, a running back or halfback. Placer Hyde went to a state – Final last year in 4A, 17 starters back, off to a fast start. Joey Montoya, the head coach at Placid, they've run the wing tee. River Valley up in Yuba City with Dave Humpers uh, as a co-coach, ran the wing tee for years up at um, Nevada Union. They're off to a great start. Um, So the wing tee is still there. It was a big craze in Sacramento football in the 80s and 90s. uh, And then the spread took over. So Then you have Monterey Trail which is one of our top five or six-ranked teams, 3-0, mm-hmm. you know, runs the fear, run heavy, much much like De La Salle. So everybody's loyal to their own thing. Folsom is, is masterful in running the spread.
2: I love it. I It brings me back to my days. I'm glad to hear some some teams are still running the wing team. It you
4: brings bring you back to your day, you know, like, <laughs> like your like – your, like, like your, uh, where did you play? Where, where was your high school?
2: I was in the Bay Area, uh, Mount Tamalpais. It was like 2003, 2004. We were running the wing team back then.
4: <laughs> and then uh, Matt George, you're a Wood Creek guy. Uh, Wood Creek's three and zero. How about that?
1: I was going. I was just going to ask you what you thought of my uh, my Timberwolves off to a great start. I'm I'm feeling good. It must be me, you know. I come on the radio, host a show, and they're th- no, that's nothing to do with me. But I'm very proud of that uh, that Wood Creek Timberwolves team uh, that they've gotten off to that great start.
4: Coach Stowers has done a good job over there. It's been frustrating though. This is the school located in Roseville and was in the Sierra Foothill League for several years and would get off to some of these 3-0, and 4-0, 5-0 starts, and then would lose all the league games. And that is a, uh, the league just overwhelmed them in football. Right. And so realignment has shifted them out of there. I don't have the, the realignment in front of me into a more competitive league um, that, that fits. But Wood Creek has done some good things in soccer, basketball baseball um football is the identifier you know let's not fool ourselves that's the one that 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 draws and you know sets a tone and when you talk about that canceled game up in el dorado you know what a bummer for those students you know you know friday nights is their deal and to have it canceled um you just don't get it back it's just must have been a very deflating um you know situation so uh and i hopefully we don't see more of that because Law enforcement and schools are going to take any kind of threat or speculation of any kind of violence or unrest. They're going to take it really seriously. As they should. Absolutely. Yes. And games will get canceled or, you know, at this time of year, they're not going to get postponed. Yeah. Rescheduled. They're just going to get canceled.
1: Joe, uh, last thing for you. Thank you so much for taking the time. What uh, next week matchups do you really have your eye on? And do you know where you're going to be at next week?
4: You know, I haven't really uh, broken it down yet, but I, I think um, Annapolis Christian might be an interesting game. Uh, well, it certainly would be an interesting game. Um, uh, Shasta High School went to a, uh, a state final last season and is coming down to Elk Grove. Oh wow! Which lost, which lost its opener. You talk about ambitious scheduling here. Even the Northern California teams are doing it. I like it. Um, you know, <laughs> they, 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 that's how you get better, and it's fun, and and there's probably not a lot of teams up there in the Shasta area that want to play them. I and Shasta needs goodwill with its football program because you know so much of that country up there in Reading burned yeah. with those wildfires, yeah. so football can help rejuvenate. The Holy Bowl on Saturday, Christian Brothers Jesuit, is, is certainly a good one as well. Um, um, you know, We'll see. In a couple of weeks, we'll be in league play, if you can believe that. We'll be in league play early September. It just doesn't mm. feel right, but that's, that's where we are. It's the world we live
1: in. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, we're all adapting, and we appreciate it. We look forward to having you back here each and every single week to break it all down. Joe, you are the man. We so appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much for what you do and your dedication uh, to the high school football league or programs in this area. But I'm sure uh, I, can, I can speak for you a little bit by saying these great programs and the, rise, the continued rise of high school football in the greater Sacramento area makes your job a lot of fun.
4: Oh yeah, it does, uh, Matt, and I appreciate that. And, and we got something every day on Sacbee.com. We certainly invite people to, to check us out there. Definitely. And it's great that you know to have radio coverage on it too. Um, I've hosted radio shows similar to this on your station, and and people love to listen to it. They will debate about it, and, and, and you know, there's a lot of alumni from around here. Absolutely, and, um, it's a cross generational thing. It's not just a today thing.
1: Well, we will continue it. Again, check out SacramentoBee.com each and every single day. Like Joe said, it's not just a Friday thing and that's it. You get your fill. You got to read this and catch up with all these stories every single day. Sometimes every other hour they're producing <laughs> some great content over there. Uh, and Joe is a big reason for that. You can follow him at SacB uh, underscore Joe on Twitter as well. Joe Davidson, excuse me. Uh, and he is a uh, an incredible follow, a guy that you're really uh, going to enjoy. Joe, thank you again so much for uh, taking the time we appreciate it we'll talk to you next week
4: you got it guys we'll see you next week Sounds Thanks like lot, a
2: plan that is. That guys, one, the man. That, uh, I seriously love these these weekly talks. This guy is plugged in he knows everything. Joe's been doing this I for so it.
1: long, man. Joe's been doing this when I was in high school. So I know this guy getting the ability to meet him and talk to this guy. Like 2 years ago? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Six <laughs> jerk. Okay, you're too so much older than me. Hey, a grown man. Well, Mr. Mr., Mr. Gr- well, whatever. My Wood Creek Timberwolves are 3 and 0 there and that's go. all yeah. I care yeah, about. Straight. I used to run water for them. And no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do that, but I used to uh I used to cover them I was actually the, the editor in chief of our, our sports high school new, uh, newspaper oh, there. Boy. so uh, I'm a nerd okay oh, boy. okay you know- <laughs> uh, oh get out of here Christian brothers boy you you be quiet in the oh, other room boy. we will take the break come right back one more segment for you we got more scores we'll also revisit our California Family Fitness player of the week all that coming for you right here on Friday night football welcome to
0: football. y'all a great football game tonight a real good football game yeah. Now, back, back to more to of the Friday Night Football Night Show. Presented by Wingstop. Ready? right? Here's Matt George and Charles T. Hamilton.
1: Final segment of Friday Night Football. My name is Matt George. That is Charles T. Hamilton joining me. We got no time <clears throat> to lose as We still have so much to get to, including our Stockton Hunter Game of the Week yes, for indeed. this week. So let's not waste any time. Chris, hit that button. Let's get to the scoreboard. Our game of the week, and we're going to dive into it in more detail in just a second. But Granite Bay in desperate need of a win. The Grizzlies haven't gone 0-3 and I don't know how long. They get the job done against Jesuit at Jesuit, 27-12 the final
2: there. Woo, Somerville taking on Ripon Christian at home. Ripon Christian stays undefeated, gets the W,
1: 30-3. 49-0 for Bear River. They're 3-0 and in the season after beating Pershing County.
2: Spanish Springs taking on Monterey Trail at home. Monterey Trail comes in, gets the win, 47-16. DeMonte
1: Ranch hands Rockland their second loss of the season. Both of the Thunders' loss have been at home,
2: 42-35 the final. Road teams getting it done this week. McNair goes into Enox, gets the W36-22. Vacaville Christian puts up 48 points on Delta. They win 48-23. Weston Ranch goes into Franklin, gets their first win of the season, 41-19. A
1: close game, but Bear Creek gets the W. They're 2-1 on the season after beating East Union, 36-34.
2: Kimball goes into West. They get the win, 33-12.
1: Excellence of execution time. Bret Hart gets their first win. They're 1-2 on the year after beating Delta Charter, 41-0.
2: Bret Hart got it done at home, too. Sierra taking on Pacheco. Pacheco goes in there, gets the win, 36 Tough
1: 14. Head to com right now to check out the full scoreboard. We just don't have time to get all of them, but we do have time to dive into major detail about this Granite Bay Jesuit game. That was our our uh, Folsom Lake 4, or sorry, Stockton Honda game of the week. Jeez, <laughs> Stockton Honda is the correct. There it is advertiser and sponsor matt you moron it's a late night what can i say it's almost midnight but stockton honda our game of the week as uh granite bay gets the victory 27 to 12 over jesuit uh you have to appreciate the grizzlies going into uh enemy territory big time loss for jesuit who's ranked second on uh joe's rankings to start the year they're now zero and two but the granite bay grizzlies get the job done
2: no doubt about it they go in there. defense started out hot holding a Jesuit's defense, excuse me, started out hot, holding Granite Bay to look like about five yards in the first quarter. But Granite Bay, their defense played well, also was able to pick off Jesuit three times and recover a fumble. Uh, Granite Bay also the the tandem of Chase Garmin at quarterback, excuse me, Chase Garmin uh, at receiver slash running back, T.J. Robertson at quarterback, able to get it done. Both had a touchdown on the ground. They also connected for a seventy-seven yard touchdown pass, T.J. Robertson to Chase Garmin. They, I mean, they. They got it done. I'm impressed, especially knowing Jesuit came in ranked number 2 in preseason. I think they got knocked down a little bit after their loss uh, to Folsom. And Granite Bay comes in and gets it done. I, I was expecting more out of Jesuit. They still have plenty of time to get it done to To correct the course, uh, like like Joe said, they started 0 and two last year and ended 10 and three. So they still have time, but but it's a nice win for Granite Bay, man.
1: Granite Bay, uh, very clinical offensively in quarters two and three, scoring 21 of their 27 points. Nicely done. You know, it's interesting. It's sometimes hard to establish yourself defensively at the beginning and the end of games, but Granite Bay does a nice job holding Jesuit to no points in the first or fourth quarter and just giving up six a six spot in each uh, each of quarter two and three. Ultimately, from top to bottom i beginning to end a very solid and clinical performance by Granite Bay.
2: Turnovers killing Jesuit these first two weeks. Also, that's something you're going to have to clean up any team. In any level of football, you cannot turn the ball over. That's a killer, and it's been a killer for Jesuit the last two weeks.
1: Well, our Stockton-Honda Game of the Week, we're now 1-1 and for the home team, so we got to get a win next week. You can head right now to KHDK.com, click on the Stockton-Honda Game of the Week link, and you can vote for one of these five games to be next week's Stockton-Honda Game of the Week. Five great matchups for you. We have Center at El Camino, Shasta at Elk Grove, Ponderosa at Casa Roble, Delta at San Juan, and Cordova at Rosemont. Whoa. We're going to uh, wrap up really quick. We want to revisit one more time in case you missed it. Our California Family Fitness
2: Player of the Week. That goes to? Goes to my man, Payne Barksdale. Hall of Fame name right there. Eight carries, 214 yards, five touchdowns. If it isn't enough, Getting 214 on eight carries, five of those carries go for touchdowns. That's incredible. Check out
1: his numbers, the final scores for all of the teams on KHDK.com right now. Remember to vote for the Stockton Honda Game of the Week. Show some pride for your school and get the KHDK team uh, to come out there. Also, extended coverage on next week. next week's episode of Friday Night Football. You can tell I'm stumbling my words. That's because it's almost midnight, which means it's time for us to wrap up. Thank you to everybody for tuning in this week. So many of you sent in final scores via Twitter and via the text line at 441140. We appreciate all of you. Thanks to head coach Casey Taylor of the 3-0 Capital Christian Cougars. Thanks as always to the guru of high school football himself from the Sacramento Bee, Joe Davidson. Thanks to Chris Watkins in the other room pressing the button. Sorry yes, I... Christian Brothers didn't get the win tonight. Thank you to my, uh, my co-host Charles t hamilton the barker himself and former offensive line wing t legend wing t legend yeah. charles t hamilton and for my uh three and oh wood creek timberwolves it's been a good night thank you so much for joining us that'll do it another episode of friday night football in the books we'll see you next week right here on sports 1140 khdk Peace.